Hey there, I'm Sarita, and you're about to experience the modern approach to well-being where you get to establish the best and most important relationship you will ever have, the one with yourself. I'm on a mission to help you declutter energy and reclaim your power so you can be a magnet to what you desire. If you're looking for the optimal blend of mindset and healing, you're in the right place. My goal in this podcast is to share tools, resources, and practices that will help you along your healing journey. I'm so excited to be here with you today. So welcome to Back to Here with Sarita. Let's get started. Hey you, welcome back to another episode of Back to Here with Sarita. As always, I'm so happy that you're here today with me as I get to share this very special podcast episode with you. And to kind of set the scene a little bit, I am sitting here in this beautiful one-bedroom apartment on the beach where I'm house-sitting and dog-sitting, and the view in the evening is so phenomenal. Like, I love it. The sunset is just so beautiful. And I'm consistently on Instagram, so if you want to follow my adventures by the beach, make sure to check out my stories because I'm always posting in there things around my life updates about uh, inspiration around self-love, abundance, manifesting, healing, all the things. So make sure to follow me. You know where to find me. I am at Sarita Wellness. So speaking of healing, I don't know if you've ever tried a biomap before. It's legitimately one of the best things that I've ever tried and it is amazing. So what it is, it's a mat with a bunch of healing crystals in it and you turn on the mat and actually radiates at different frequencies. So the crystals inside of it actually heat up a little bit and it heals your body. And so it has a ton of different benefits depending on the frequency level that you turn it on. And the lower frequency helps promote relaxation and the higher frequency is for being energized. And the place that I'm staying in has one of those and it has been an absolute treat to experience it on the daily. I absolutely love it. Alrighty, so let's go ahead and jump into this episode. As you know, this is a continuation of the last episode that came out two Mondays ago, and so it is a two-part series. If you have not had a chance to go back and listen to that first episode, make sure you do because what I'm going to talk about will make a tad more sense to you. And so this episode of this two-part series, I'm going to be actually touching a little bit more on the title of this episode called Outsourcing My Worth. So as you know by now, if you've been following me for a little bit and have listened to the last episode, that I call myself a international transracial adoptee. And just to refresh your memory, that is someone who is not only adopted internationally from another country, but also someone who is raised with somebody that is a different race from themselves. And it's most commonly children of color being raised by white parents. So if you remember, this identity is a very complex one, and I get into that a little bit deeper in my last episode. There are multiple layers that make this mo- like not only complicated, but also very unique at the same time. And so since the age of three, I've basically spent my whole life discovering those layers. And I really feel like now in my 40s, for the first time in my life, I realize I finally have the words and the language to be able to better understand why I have felt 
the way that I have felt for all those years. So the purpose of this particular episode is to go a little bit deeper than I did before. Taking the theme of quote-unquote not feeling enough and deconstructing it in a more emotional and spiritual level. As I mentioned in my first part, I felt a deep sense of unworthiness from the age of three because I was uprooted and replanted without my consent. So this led me down a path of struggling to consistently negotiate my space in ways that left me in survival mode. And as we know, survival mode really sucks. It's exhausting, right? I mean, it's no fun. And so I will get into what I mean by negotiating my space in a minute. I fully understand the feeling of struggle because that was pretty much my whole entire childhood. And a lot of it had to do with the duplicity of not feeling like I belonged and also being told that I didn't belong. And when this occurs, it creates this phenomenon within inside of you that makes you feel like you're always on guard, not feeling like you belong and being told that you don't belong. So don't get me wrong, please. I had a lot of fun as a child playing, enjoying life, and there were definitely lots of moments of full surrender as children do. And I was also absorbing a lot from my surroundings. And as we know, from the ages zero to seven, we are absorbing so much, which basically dictates the way that we act the rest of our lives. And so I was absorbing things like, quote unquote, you are too loud, or you have to work hard, or you don't know any better. Not to mention a bunch of other things that I was hearing. And as children, we have the luxury of not having to worry about too much, but that doesn't mean that we're not feeling or processing things with our body. Our bodies hold so much wisdom, the shame, the guilt, the years of conditioning that we go through, and that stays with us until adulthood, until we start unpacking the layers. And that was totally me. Even though I had a very privileged life for in many ways, I was not void of feelings of being othered. And so as children being told things like, you are too loud, translated to me, I was too much. And being told, I have to work hard, translated to me, nothing comes easy. And being told, you are different, translated to me, you don't belong. All these feelings invoked in me a sense of a false sense of who I was. So in other words, I was very distanced from my true authentic self. And so when we distance ourselves from our true selves, we're not living in alignment, nor are we walking in our true nature. And that, my friend, is the manifestation of being a people pleaser or someone who is constantly trying to negotiate their space in order to fit in. And that is something that I did for years. And as I mentioned in my last episode, there's a sense of empowerment that comes from being able to be a bridge or being able to feel like you're a chameleon or in some cultures it's called code switching. But all in all, that energy that comes from behind that is the constant motion, the constant feeling of being drained. When you're constantly switching back and forth, it feels like you're on green, like the button is set on on all the time. 
And it promotes this feeling of never really fully being able to relax and let loose no matter what situation or scenario you're in. And maybe the only times that you can is when you're alone. So negotiating my space looked like trying too hard to be what others around me wanted wanted me to be or expected me to be. So with my mother and my family, I was expected to behave, be subservient, follow instructions, not disrupt. A lot of it was based in racial biases, to be honest. And if it, I was in white communities, I was expected to conform. And so if I broke that mold, I was disrupting the very essence of what was comfortable for them. So I learned really early on, I learned this really early on, In order not to get scolded, I needed to conform, be subservient, and not too loud. And so how that showed up later in my life outside my family entity is it went from being scolded to being ridiculed or even stereotyped. So this led me down the path of understanding that if I molded myself to society's standards or what is expected of me, I will not get hurt or I do what is safe in any situation So therefore, I will not get hurt. Again, my friend, the manifestation of that action is not speaking up, not using my voice, not trying to rock the boat, avoiding confrontation, playing small, having imposter syndrome, and the list goes on. Does any of this resonate with you? You do not need to be adopted to understand this feeling or these feelings of avoidance, these feelings of being small, othered, and all the things. And it's this act of avoiding pain or the need to control situations by negotiating my space. That is something that I'm still struggling with. Most recently, even in my dating life, which maybe I'll get into in another episode, but not right now. A little deeper here is this need to control, space negotiate, and avoid pain. Being in this energy all the time, like I mentioned, is exhausting and draining but it also promotes this feeling that nothing comes easy. Like it always has to be hard. That's what it promotes. And that is the feeling that I've had my whole entire life, that everything has to be hard. Being me has to be hard. Trying to make friends has to be hard. Getting good grades is hard. Getting along with my mother is hard. Trying new things has to be hard. Making money has to be hard. All these things that have to be hard because I truly believed that they did. Everything was difficult and everything was hard. So my life was hard. And as I know now, what we focus on expands. So this constant feeling of resistance, pain, and struggle and difficultness promoted in my life over and over again the manifestations that things just needed to be hard. That last part right there about things being really hard was a true awakening when I figured out how much it actually dictated my life and my outcomes. And so it led me down a life of a lot of disappointment and constant heartbreak. And I didn't even really know that, like I didn't even really understand that until I I started to unpack those layers. And I remember about two years ago, I was doing a breathwork session. And side note, if you've never done breathwork before, I highly recommend it. I love it so much. It's actually something I facilitate my clients through because breathwork is a great way 
to have you release stagnant energy. The cool thing about breathwork is you just allow anything to come up that needs to come up and it is absolutely amazing. So during this particular breathwork session, my higher self was communicating to me one thing and it was so powerful. It said, you have been heartbroken your whole life. When I realized that, I went home and I cried for about two days afterwards, releasing that grief and sorrow that I'd been carrying with me forever. That heartbreak, that belief that things need to be hard, that I'm other, that I'm all the things that I don't fit in. And it wasn't just grief of being heartbroken, but I myself had created that heartbrokenness time after time because I allowed myself to believe what people had been telling me about myself. That I allowed others to dictate how I felt, how I operated, how I gave them power and agency over my value and my worth. When I realized this, I knew right then and there how fucking powerful I actually was and had not been for myself. I could forgive others, but I also needed to forgive myself for breaking my own heart and not trusting in me. That was a huge, huge pivotal moment for myself. So my words of wisdom here to you is you can trust yourself. You have the power. You have your own agency on your worth. You are worth it regardless of your upbringing. You are worth it just being you. And once you acknowledge that, you can be and do anything that you desire. When I allowed myself to accept this, I started to show up in a way different way. I started to build that muscle of trusting myself, showing up for myself, and being truly authentic to myself and walking in my own path. It was so amazing when I did this. There was so much more ease in my life. Remember I was talking about how things were so hard because I was constantly negotiating and trying to be something that I wasn't? Life just got more ease in it. I didn't have to try so hard. I manifested some amazing situations and I'm so, so grateful that I transitioned by taking back my power. It is truly amazing what can happen when you start to invest in yourself, right? Some phenomenal shit can happen. Not only can you build confidence, but you can literally change your outcomes. So if developing a sense of self-trust or feeling your innate worth is something that you fully desire, let's connect. I am taking on two one-on-one clients right now. So make sure to send me a DM at Sarita Wellness or you can email me at info at wellness.com so we can chat more. I do a lot of holistic approaches, not just mindset, but breath work to really get a lot deeper into that subconscious so you can feel more worthy, have that self-love, show up in a different way in your life so you can manifest some amazing things like ease and simplicity. I know if this episode landed for you because you're still listening. So there's so much more I want to share with you about my journey and I will be doing so through the life of this podcast. So this is literally just the beginning, but I wanted to share this like very deep part of me celebrating the 40 years that I've been here in the United States 
and just kind of deconstructing like the parts of me that have made me both unique and just having this sense of self-love or lack of self-worth all those years and now reclaiming that part of myself. I want to say thank you so much for being here today. Again, as usual, make sure to leave a review on the platform you're listening to this episode on. In fact, I think it's just Apple Podcasts that you can leave a review on. So make sure to do so. Share this with a friend. If you found it empowering, I know it's a very short episode, but I like to keep my episodes short and sweet. Like I said, I hope I resonated with you. Love you so much. In the meantime, as always, keep being the amazing you that you are. See you in the next one. Hey love, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you adored what you heard, it would mean the world to me if you took a moment to leave a review on the platform you are listening to this episode on. By doing this, you are helping my mission to impact other women with their healing journeys. If you aren't already following me on social media, make sure to connect with me at Sarita Wellness to get your weekly dose of inspiration. I can't wait to be with you in the next episode, but in the meantime, keep being the amazing you that you are.